The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 320. I had the fan blowing in my face because if not, uh, I most probably would be melting right now. It's still ridiculously hot here, uh, even on the 8th of of, uh, September. So let's hope that things cool down a little bit as we move into autumn. Now, if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety this autumn and you're looking for some support with that, you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, uh, robertjamescoaching.com. There you can uh, book book in directly for that free session, or if you prefer, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. Now, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about whether you are for you or against you. So what do I mean by this? Really, I mean, are you, um, do you have a habit of kind of uh, sabotaging yourself or going against yourself um, in regards to your struggles with OCD? Do you habitually do things Does your, um, that, that, don't, that don't support you? Does your inner critic, um, you know, habitually tell you negative stuff that's holding you back? Um you know, all of these things that we do um, that, that kind of make the OCD worse is obviously us doing things that are against us. And being able to bring a light to that so that you can see, you know, what you're doing that is holding you back is the first step in learning how to let go of that. So it's a really important area to, to discuss. Um, as always, if you fi- do find this podcast helpful, uh, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. Perhaps you could uh, even get your phone out now and just follow and uh, like something there. I'd, be, I'd really appreciate that. Also, if you would like to support the podcast uh, at all, I now have Patreon. And uh, to sign up for that, you can follow the link in the show notes. So that's about it for me uh, today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions at all about anything I speak about today, do please let me know. And off we go. Generally speaking, if you were to uh, ask the average person in the street, um, are you are you for yourself or against yourself? I think uh, you know m- most people might look at you as if to say, "Well, that's a bit of a ridiculous question." Of course, I'm for myself. Um, and uh, however, if you struggle with OCD, the answer to that question may not be as as clear. And, you know, if you uh, do struggle with OCD, as uh, I presume many of you do, um, you, you probably know what I'm talking about here. Unfortunately, with OCD, it does often feel like we are sabotaging ourselves and we're, you know, we are doing this to ourselves whether that's consciously or unconsciously, on purpose. And, 
you know, we, uh, you know, OCD tends to suck the joy out of life. We, if we don't learn how to manage it, uh, it, it can be incredibly difficult to deal with. And so, of course, um, you know, you know on some level that you're doing this to, to yourself. And that can be incredibly frustrating and annoying. Um, you know, so much so that you, you know, you may think, well, you know, am I actually really for myself? Do I really want myself to be happy? Do I really want myself to be successful and to, to make the most of this life? OCD can really make you question that and make you think, well, what's going on? Why is there a part of me that seems to uh, want to sabotage and want to, uh, wants me to struggle or, or suffer in, in this way? Um, it can be very confusing and frustrating. Um, and I think it's, it's really important to, to kind of understand something here. And, and that is, you know, the, the inner critic and the role of the inner critic. Because this kind of uh, nagging negative uh, voice that so many, uh, so many of us have with OCD is actually uh, this, this kind of inner critic. Now, the inner critic isn't uh isn't really against you it's a part of the psyche um that i think is actually trying to to help you but it's doing it in this uh often unhelpful and misguided way where what it's doing is it's trying to point out anything that could potentially go wrong anything that might not be perfect anything that might be uncertain um, because it doesn't want uncertainty, it doesn't want imperfection, it doesn't want things to not be just right. It wants everything to be just right so that you can be successful, so that you can be happy, so that things will be okay. And, you know, that is the inner critic's role. It just wants to kind of look after you in a way by making sure that you don't make any mistakes and making sure that everything's perfect. But as we know, that is not um, a way that you can go through life and uh, unfortunately when we when OCD gets bad so often it's because we've allowed the inner critic to become the kind of central point of our focus um, you know as we go through our days we're listening to that inner critic incessantly uh, and it's constantly giving us this really negative feedback um, about the environment, about our lives, about who we are, about how we're getting on, about how we should live and how we should do things. Um, you know, and if we don't learn to recognize that, you know, learn to recognize the fact that actually this is one part of the psyche, often referred to as the inner critic, that is just giving you up negative information all the time because that's its role. Um, fortunately, you know, we can recognize that and we can then begin to uh, focus our attention a bit more on other things. And it's not that we need to kind of, you know, uh, belittle the inner critic or tell it to, to uh, shut up or, and go away. Although that might be quite tempting at times. Um, you know, it's a bit more about learning to just acknowledge that voice of the inner critic when it does come up. But being able to create a little bit of distance between yourself and it, because as as I was just saying, that that inner critic is not you. Um, so how do we how do we do that? Um, I think something that that has been very very helpful for me um, in in terms of of doing this and you know trying to be a bit more for me rather than against me is is actually 
focusing on you know that that voice of the inner critic and whenever it comes up and a really helpful activity is simply to write down all of the negative things that the inner critic might be telling you um and to do this as you go throughout uh, throughout your day so you know you can just use the note section in, in your phone perhaps you, maybe you have an app or something where you're recording um you know your 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 anything that you want to write down it doesn't really matter but the idea here is simply to write down all of the negative stuff whenever you catch yourself caught up in you know a negative interpretation of something or you know that you feel that the uh, the inner critic is really being harsh uh, to you um or you're viewing something that's happened from a very negative standpoint. The idea here is simply to write it all down, no matter what it is. And, you know, keep doing that throughout the day. Anytime that you catch yourself thinking about it, you don't need to uh, get angry with that. You don't need to, uh, you know, get really upset about the fact that you've got uh, caught up in it. You simply just write it down, acknowledge it, write it down, and then, uh, importantly as well, you know, refocus your attention back onto the present rather than continuing to ruminate on, on that kind of thing. Now, the idea here by, by writing it down is we're not fighting with, uh, with these particular thoughts that are coming up. Unfortunately, so often what we try to do with the inner critic when we hear these negative things is we try to fight with it. We try to disprove the inner critic. We try to tell it it's wrong or, you know, that we try to make ourselves feel more certain. And that's the worst thing that we can do because we're actually playing the OCD game. You know, it's actually a compulsion when we start trying to feel more certain about things or problem-solve things. You know, these are all compulsions and, you know, they're just going to serve to make us feel better. And, and actually what we're doing is we're giving more energy to that inner critic. Anytime that we start to listen to that annoying, nagging voice and then we start to engage with it, we start to fight against it. You know, it feels like we're doing something good. It feels like, well, this is what I should be doing. I need to disprove to this annoying part of my psyche that... I'm okay, or I'm not this type of person, or I'm a good person, and you know, and we're arguing with it, and we're we're getting caught up in it, and what we're actually doing is using up our energy and giving all that energy to this kind of inner critic, this this part of us that you know is is not helping us. Um, so by just writing down, um, you know, the negative things that come up we are no longer engaging with it in this negative way. We're actually just writing those things down in a kind of neutral way. We're choosing to not uh, fight against those things. We're just kind of acknowledging them by writing them down. And then if you do that every day for a week or two weeks, what will happen is uh, automatically you'll begin to, to notice uh, a, bit easy, uh, a bit more easily when, when you find yourself getting caught up in these kinds of negative thoughts because you've written them all down and automatically you're going to start noticing, uh, noticing them more and noticing that actually, you know, they're not inherently true. They're just these kind of thoughts that are being thrown up from this overactive inner critic, you know, that's trying to catch you out. You can almost think of the inner critic as a, a kind of fisherman with, with bait. 
and uh, he's casting out each time and he's trying to get you to, you know, to bite down onto one of those hooks uh, or tasty morsels that he's got on the end of that hook. And, you know, our job when we're managing OCD is just not to take the bait, to notice the bait, to, uh, to see the bait. And that's almost the kind of process of writing it down but not actually engaging with it by starting to, you know, give it energy and problem solve it. And like that, we can actually be, uh, you know, almost like a fish that's swimming around in a sea, noticing these things, but not really giving them so much attention anymore. And when we do that, well, we remain more free. We don't get so caught up anymore. And obviously that's, uh, you know, a much better way to be with, with OCD. It's so frustrating, um, you know, when we do feel that uh, there's a part of us that's against us. And so, you know, from my perspective, I, I just don't think that's true. I don't think there is a part um, that is against us, but there is this inner critic that thinks it's helping us, but <laughs> is, you know, very misguided and is doing things that aren't really helping us. And so we need to be able to, to learn how to fight back but not in this, this habitual OCD kind of way where we're compulsively trying to prove that inner critic wrong. That just serves to get us more stuck. We simply just need to acknowledge the inner critic, um, but without giving it so much attention. And, you know, really practice as soon as we recognize that, you know, we're entertaining a kind of OCD thought to bring our attention back to the present. What can we focus on in that moment? You know, what are, what are your values that you can focus on in that moment? And it may be that you can refocus on something interesting and fun. It may be in that moment, though, that you're at work or you're doing something that isn't quite as interesting. Or maybe your work is really interesting and actually you can refocus on that. But maybe it's not. Um, and maybe it will be a bit harder to refocus your attention. But you can still do it with practice you know, we can really develop this ability to refocus onto the present. And if we get caught out again, well, we just repeat that process. Um, and uh, yeah, through through this approach, um, you know, it's really helped me to be able to, to be a bit more um, positive about the experience of OCD and, you know, to not kind of get caught up in believing that, you know, there's a part of me that's against me or there's a part of me that wants me to suffer because, you know, I think when we believe that, it can really hold us back a little bit. Um, you know, so that's just my take on this and this is how I uh, deal with these kinds of thoughts and I find it to be, I find it to be very helpful. So I wanted to, to share it today. I hope that you guys found it ho um, hopeful too. If you have any questions at all about anything that I've spoken about today or if you want to get in touch at all, do please feel free to let me know and I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, 
psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional. 